Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm James McMillan. And I'm Sarah Chilcott. Nice. Thanks. We did it. (laughs) We did it. I love that new blanket. That's a cute little blanket you got there, Ash. That's it. That's it. We're not going to describe it. it. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, listeners, try to imagine the blanket in a room that's all Disney stuff. Oh, I'm going to guess with my eyes closed that it's white (laughs) and it has all the Disney characters on it. (gasps) It's so soft. I'm right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it really is. It feels like the underside of a kitten. Now, why does Donald Duck have a purple situation? It has many of his moods. Maybe he was in a purple mood that day. I guess he does. There's the blue one. He tends to be more angry when he's wearing the blue one. What is that thing? When I am old, I shall wear purple or something like that. Yeah, something. It used to be a... Thing. A thing. A weird thing, that's for sure. A lot of old ladies wearing purple hats going to tea. Yes. Well, it is December 14th. We are back from our Mac Chilcott Thompson Powell family Disneyland trip. Nice. Christmas Disneyland trip. <laughs> uh, we had a great time. It was it was uh, staggered and who stayed for how long and all that. Sarah had a couple days. We had... Two more days than her, and the Powell's at a five-day run. Yeah. They were falling apart impressive. at the end. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Limping around the park. We were so proud. Yeah. Oh. Y'all, get this. I did not end up in a wheelchair. Not only... Thank you, thank Good you. Good job. Not only did I not end up in a wheelchair, I didn't have a single blister the wow. entire time. Wow. Now, that's very telling. Four. Yeah, there's got to be a heat moisture a heat situation. definitely a heat component. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of the weather out there, yeah. Now it was hands down the coldest slash overcastest, uh, not a word, and rainiest experience I've ever had there. I thought you were going to lead into do do doop to do. Oh, I'm not there yet. <laughs> we're not there yet, man. Um, um, no, I are think you it, there now? No, not yet. Okay, he's safe. No, keep no, no. <laughs> <laughs> How about now? <laughs> I'm just putting that in my back pocket. It was. Um, it was cold. It was cold. It was very, very cold. It was. Yeah, for Disneyland, it was very cold. Yes. And I think we basically wear a hoodie most of the time, everyone, mm-hmm. I would assume. Pants and hoodie. And on... It was Thursday. Thursday. Wasn't it your last day there? Maybe it was even Friday. It was a rain day. Yeah, it was raining. raining. Not the whole day, though. So that was fine. Right. I mean, it was hysterical. It rained for two hours at the most. And everyone bought a poncho, including James. And most of the time, it was sprinkling. <laughs> And yes, I did get a poncho, and it's a Disney Park poncho for $12. Which is funny, because you could have gotten a Disney Parks umbrella like your dad did for $16. I didn't see it. No, I couldn't. Oh, okay. Not at that store. No, all they had was the poncho. Okay. I like to Weird. think that you're like, option A, option B, definitely poncho. Plastic bag or umbrella? No, I would have gotten the umbrella. It's way, way cooler. But you can't use the umbrella on future expeditions onto Splash Mountain, so... No, That's you true. You also can't use the umbrella here in Portland because you'll be laughed out of the state. Yeah, that's right. Hey, I'll wear an, wear an umbrella. Nope. I'll, I'll wear use an umbrella. <laughs> I'm imagining one of those, like, hats yeah. with yeah. the umbrella on them. <laughs> um, but I did find it funny that after the rain stopped, people basically wore the poncho all day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just Weird. in case. Yeah. I took it right on off. That sounds steamy. I probably only wore it for an hour, not even. Tops, yeah. And most, yeah, most of that time was, I just put it on and didn't want to take it back off. We had a good time, though. We had a good time with my parents, too, which was a a good chance to run around with them. And so did want to discuss the Lightning Lane situation. On Wednesday of the trip, I think the day after you guys left, on the 8th, was day one for the Genie Plus Lightning Lane app uh update or whatever that was a disaster yeah it was a disaster not for us personally but for those who tried we didn't even attempt it i mean the app kept crashing a lot Mm. of people had bought the lightning lane only to like not work for them it was a whole thing even our app wasn't working yeah the the general app app. yeah ours wasn't the the second day we were there it was like 90 percent off yeah and so you know a lot of the disney creators and stuff youtubers gave it um, pretty bad reviews but then with that said the very following day on thursday it was running so smooth the app was fixed again and that's that's simply how that stuff works you shake out the bugs and no it was great um we did one lightning lane purchase where we bought 
for me, Ash, and my parents so we could do Rise. And it was they a, have not done it because they had not done it. Yeah, and the the wait time was like ninety minutes mm-hmm. at the least yeah. <laughs> that entire yeah. time. Um. So yeah, that it was a really good experience, and I think I don't think it would be something that we would do every day. Clearly, but if you have a three, four, five day park hopper in that trip, think of a couple rides that you have to do that are typically the very long wait times. Rise, Guardians, Radiator Springs, you know, whatever. And in that entire trip, if you did one or two lightning lanes, it's totally worth it. Totally worth it. And it was it wasn't just a walk on. It was like a VIP experience. Yeah. There's hardly anyone in the little uh, pre-show rooms we were at. It was great. It was impressive. Yeah, it was super easy to use. Well, so, it's kind of that, like, you've already spent so much. Yeah, exactly. And Right. So how much was it per person? 20, 20 per person. 20 per person a lot. for Rise. Which a lot. That is, for me, too rich for my blood. Too I rich. probably wouldn't do it. Yep. I'd probably either just wait or say, well, I guess I'm not going on that one this time. I mean, yeah, you've also thing. been on it. Here's like the thing. We've also been on it. We've yeah. been on If it were just Ash and I, we probably wouldn't have done them either. Right. No. Yeah. In fact, we wouldn't have. Right. It was because we had two people that really wanted to, and I really wanted them to do it. Totally. And it but was didn't such... want to spend an hour no. and a half in line. No. no, I know mom and dad. They would have got off that ride and said, yeah, that was great, but they're going to be so cranky and done after that wait. Totally understandably so. And it was the opposite experience. Mm-hmm. Mom was so funny and giggling. And when we got off, she was like, that was great. Oh, my God. And she was talking about all the things she noticed. And dad yeah. was just beside himself. Yeah. And I think if they had stand, stood around for 120 minutes, that wouldn't have been the case. No. So it was worth it. That's for great. That case. No. It's really a good option. I think it has its place. And the fact that it's, it's kind of uh, the price is as high as it is makes it so there's going to be a di- like it's going to be worth it mm-hmm. yeah you know, or or at least it'll be a difference between the standby line right because if it say it were five ten bucks well Even then now 15 yeah. so like many most, people would so do it many would, yeah. yeah so many would do it yeah you get to a point at disneyland where as we call it it's just monetary units yeah you don't even talk about it in dollars anymore no. because time is you're now just you're throwing money as you walk through it's just That's falling out doing. of your purse or pockets or yeah. backpack and five dollars here, five dollars yeah. here. That's nothing. Oh, if you can gain a couple hours at the park, that's way worth it. Yeah, if you can skip a churro to get <laughs> yeah, on a ride totally. that you would have spent two hours in line for, anyone would do that. Yeah, that's kind of how we saw it. It's like we just won't buy things this mm-hmm. trip, even though I bought a T-shirt, actually bought a sweater and a blanket mm-hmm. and a Christmas ornament. Excellent. I bought but, nothing, <laughs> which is really kind of upsetting. Yeah, <laughs> I bought nothing. It's all good. I meant to get an ornament and I just, it was so busy. Oh, it was I so just, busy. Every time I went into a store, yeah. I just go, nope. No, two days is like, I'm here to crush and then I go home. We yeah. actually got you something. Did you? Oh, yeah. Should you give it to her now? That's right. No. Okay. Let's do it for Christmas. Okay. Okay. I can wait. Do we hear something? I think I hear something. This just in. It's 43 and partly cloudy at not Disneyland. Ugh. And it's 53 and rainy at Disneyland. Hey, hey. Well, that's we woke colder. up this morning to wow. snow. Oh, that's As right. Did we. And it was... A light dusting. It was a lot at my house. Really? I only live about 10 minutes from them, but... And it, I don't know what the elevation difference I is. Late. I would guess it's the same. Oh, okay. When I left at 7.30 this morning, it took me 10 minutes for my car to defrost enough to be able to even use the wipers. It was snowier at my house than it was up on the hill where I work. Oh, wow. And usually it's the opposite where I drive up the hill and it's like it goes from oh, a little dusting to, oh, my, there was some snow. And it was the opposite. It was really weird. Got up there and there yeah. was hardly anything up there. Hmm. And they did not do a two hour delay. No. Or bus on snow routes or That's anything. Not fun at all. I know. Let her rip, man. I love Let it. Her rip. It was so beautiful. Well, it is good being back home for the, the two weeks left for the Christmas season, but I already missed. California. I already missed Disneyland. And here we are back to the cruel, dark reality of our lives. Okay. You know, you guys, I don't think that we know each other very well. No, I've been thinking that too. It's kind of like being in a room full of strangers. I'm feeling kind of weird about it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So let's start off with some Christmas themed icebreakers and really (laughs) get to know each other. Okay. All right. 
Sounds about right. Okay, what one word best describes the holidays for you? One word? One. Ooh. I'm going to say chaos. I'm going to say cozy. I'm going to say home. Okay. What is your favorite winter beverage? Uh, peppermint patty. Uh, I, I mean, I guess like a coffee thing. It's kind of boring, but something like Starbucks-y. a peppermint mocha. Yeah, or like a yeah, or pumpkin spice latte, or the cram. Was that caramel brulee thing? Yeah, situation. creme brulee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something okay. silly like that. Mine's probably just whiskey neat, which is also my <laughs> summer. That's my all day, yeah. every day. <laughs> Wait a second. But I really enjoy it in a different way during the winter. It's it funny sense. how I really don't like sweet drinks at all. Yeah. But when it comes to peppermint chocolate, yeah, that's the one type of really sweet drink I like. Did you try the peppermint churro, peppermint chocolate churro no. thing that Charlotte had? Uh-uh. Did you try it? I didn't either. I was uh, curious if anyone here had. No. I heard like weird reviews about it on some of the YouTube. My guess is the texture is not what I want because isn't it basically crushed candy cane? That's exactly what it is. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. It was like a soft churro, but then like, ow, 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 my teeth. (laughs) They loved it though. Like chewing glass. She's also a kid. Yeah. They can eat anything. What do you do to get cozy during the holidays? Mm. <sighs> well, um, for I'll start. I'll, I'd say the decorations and Christmas movies. Those are the the two. Yeah, I would say the decorations, having the lights low. With yeah, Christmas that's what I was gonna on. say. Yeah, and it's a good detail. The sense. Yeah. Ooh, yes, and music too. Yeah. Music and uh, you know, a Yule log on the TV because we don't have a <laughs> right Same. fireplace. All so. parties here don't have fireplaces. We but do crackling. candles, a lot of candles. Yeah. It's funny. We live in Oregon, and both of our households don't have fireplaces. Seems kind of sacrilege. Yeah. What makes the best last-minute present? Mm. Money. I think that I've never not been happy to get socks. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, I would be pissed if I got yeah. socks or underwear. Now, yeah. as an adult, it's I, like number one. I on want to get list. socks anytime I get a blanket. I'm happy, right? Um, and honestly, Christmas decorations. I think Christmas decorations are like a really good last minute. They can be impersonal okay. because you know. Yeah, I like that, like an ornament. Yeah, something like that. Well, in cool. in my opinion, you can't overdo Christmas, right? So right. nothing is too gaudy. Nothing is too much. Nobody ever is like, oh, I already have an ornament. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> well, here's another. you have another. Just cram it into that tree. I got two of the funniest ornaments for my friend Morgan. Did you guys put up the tree before Disneyland or after? Before. Before? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, well I put it up. Well, like... you're a communist now and you have a fake one. Yeah. Right? But mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. It's so great. I bet it is. I'm also not worried about it being knocked over because yeah. we have a kitten yeah. who climbs all the way up the tree. <laughs> we are regularly removing the cat from the tree. Oh, I, I hear you. Josh yeah. is constantly saying he needs to get scared. Yeah. He needs to get scared. Let it, <laughs> let it fall on the boy. Vincent, you're going to get scared. Well, we finally put ours up the other day. It's very cute. It's funny because I was going to say either money or socks so yeah oh, there you go covered all those bases yep. cool okay which which of your family members would make the best department store santa dad yeah Ah, uh, john well, yeah dad would for a short time mm-hmm. he'd get done with it really and then fast he'd get done but he'd I be think... really good at it for like an hour I think John Powell John could, Powell could sell be it. Santa Claus yeah. as long as he needed to be. By the way, John Powell, our brother-in-law, our sister Emily's husband, he is something... I mean, I've already known this about him, but I was reminded of it on our Disneyland trip. That guy is like a trooper. Oh, yeah. He would he would open the park with his kids and close it down. Yep. near Damn near every day. Yep. And he's got a bad knee. He was oh, like yeah. limping half of the time. He's in absolute agony and agony. you never know it. You would never know it. He's so positive <laughs> and like he just kicks ass. He's like super dad. 
super husband, super bud. He's just like the best. He really is. Yeah, I, I have gained a whole it, new man. appreciation oh, for John over the last year know, or so. Me too. Good guy. Very solid fella. Yeah. And that's why he would make a great Santa. Oh, yeah. He would yeah. not get irritated. <laughs> no. And, and, you just and if he did, he'd say something snarky that the kid wouldn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> He's good at, about being around a bunch of little kids. And it like, because some, sometimes parents or adults will do the like, I'm talking to a kid thing. Yes. And it's it's gross and it doesn't last long. No. Like I try it, it. It's like 20 minutes and I'm burned out. Yeah. But he, he just kind of talks to kids the way you talk to normal, you know? Yeah. He's just good at like, I don't know, just hanging in the pocket. Well, I so, think yeah, everybody I think feels safe with John too. Yes. So he's, because he is. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't mean this in bad ways. Get a big old belly. So he'd be a perfect Santa. He would just <laughs> fit the fit the mold. He like is a jolly ass Santa. Completely bald. Completely so bald. He's got need rosy a wig. cheeks. Oh, he'd be great. He'd be a good Santa. I was going to say him or my my second cousin John. Oh yeah. Who I mean, he looks like, he Santa. Looks like Santa. Oh, that's awesome. If he wears anything red. It's it's over. I always see him wearing red, and it's just like I mean, it's Santa Claus. Yeah, there was years there where he wore a red T-shirt. Yeah. Like a Target employee? Yeah. I mean, he's got white hair, white beard. He's a big old guy. And he's super nice, big brosy cheeks. He look. I mean, his face looks like Santa Claus. He looks Claus. like Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa. <laughs> I don't know that he would like being Santa, though. No. But he looks the part. No. Uh, what's your most controversial Christmas opinion? Peppermint uh, um, candy canes are garbage. I don't want them. <gasps> Get them away from me. That's sad. God, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, controversial. Controversial. I don't know. We could circle back to it if you if you get hit with inspiration during the episode, just but shout it out. The only thing I keep thinking, and this makes me sound kind of like a, I don't know, like a nationalist jerk, but I keep just thinking that like American Western Christmas is better, but I don't know that. I have no real reason to think that. No, I think you're probably wrong, too. I might be wrong. It's I the think, other like, thing. German Christmas oh, is probably it's way quaint cooler. As hell. <laughs> yeah. And, like, like when we watch Love Actually, I'm always so jealous of, like, the British thing. Because they don't have Thanksgiving. They don't have Thanksgiving. It's a lot longer. So I'm probably wrong. I will say controversial to some is that caroling is absolutely dreadful. <laughs> well, you say that because we grew up doing it. Being caroled to is specifically what I'm talking about. Like someone <laughs> knocking on your door, you mean? There's nothing worse. Nothing worse. Well, I would never know because I would never answer the door. Sarah, you should tell people that growing up, we oh. were probably the last family in America yep. to actually go Christmas caroling. In a Horde of humans Horde of 20 wearing plus matching people. poorly knitted oh uh, scarves. I still have a couple of Holiday those. sweaters, scarves, the whole thing. And we would walk around the neighborhood and knock on strangers' doors. With printed music. Hi, Merry Christmas. Jingle bells, jingle. Yeah. How crazy is that? I don't know. Lunatics. I will never forget. We were I also love it, caroling around, I think it was Aunt Martha's apartment complex. Okay. Maybe my brain is filling in blanks that aren't, that's not correct. But I want to say we were in California. In California. And this woman opened the door. She was Japanese, clearly was not celebrating Christmas. There was nothing going on <laughs> in or around her house that was a Christmas Let's anything. knock on her door. Well, it was great, though, because she opened it and was like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she just stood there watching us for a little bit and like put up her finger like just a second. And she ran inside and came out and she brought out an origami pack and gave it to us. It was so sweet. It was like she didn't speak any English. She had no idea what we were doing, but she wanted to give us a gift. Maybe she was trying to bribe you to leave. (laughs) That's probably it. Like, (laughs) here, do this. You're obviously really bored. Get out of here. (laughs) Is this like a second Halloween? Like, what is happening? Well, Grandma and Papa used to go caroling when they were like in their 20s. Yeah. They would go caroling with a cup in hand. Yeah. Yeah. And 
they would just go to the door and hold their cup out and wait for some or glass and oh, wait for, for someone to fill it up with a cocktail. That's great. And then that couple would join them. And by the end of it, they'd have, you know, 10 couples. They're all completely trashed. Mm-hmm. Man. Good times. Good old days. Yeah. Well, I'm conflicted on it because I agree with you guys. The thought of it is rather appalling. But I also have a very, like, soft place in my heart for it. I thought it was a rather sweet thing our family did. And very old school, and I, I just don't know of anyone else that did that. I mean, it's right out of a movie. It's just dreadful. <laughs> I I agree with you. It's quaint. Yes. And it's nostalgic. Yeah. But it is not something that I am sad has gone by the wayside. And it's personally. it's a bit like being sung happy birthday to. Yes. Yeah. You're like, where do I look? Where do I look? Do I join in? I don't want to sing because now sure. I'm the only one singing at you. Yeah. I can hear myself very well because you're all singing in a group and I'm singing all by myself at my door. Yeah. This is so awkward. I mean, yeah. we, we did this right up until like a few years ago. High school. Yeah, we did it. I want to say we Maybe haven't done later. it since Grandma died. We definitely she died in two thousand four. What? Yeah, she was kind of the leader of it. Or five. In fact, that was Christmas Eve. It was four. We'd go over to their house, have soup, mm-hmm. and then put on Christmas our matching time. scarves yeah. and cruise around. Yeah. yeah. Embarrassing yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't even embarrassed. That's so weird. No. You, As you a caroler, it was fun. Yeah. Being caroled too is a nightmare. Right. Right, because now you're, it's like now you're being forced to do something. Yes. You answer the door for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And this is why I don't answer the 20 door. 20 assholes at <laughs> For your anyone door singing. or any reason. It's the same thing as karaoke for me, though. Mm-hmm. Karaoke, at least, you can do something else. You can look away. You can, you can look away. Talk to your friends that you're at a sure. table with. But sure. going and watching someone sing karaoke, it gives me a stomach ache just thinking about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of with There's you on that. nothing worse than that. No. There's Ugh. that uh, Mortified show. Uh-huh. That's like it was a podcast of people like writing about what they're oh. most embarrassed about. And then you can go and watch it live. People like reading their stories. <laughs> yes. And the thought that that exists makes me want to crawl under a rock and barf until I die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's uh, pivot a little bit here, guys. Pivot! Onto our... Pivot! First of all, I'd like to say that I feel like Let's I really know you guys now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are some good icebreakers. It was and, nice uh, getting to know a little bit about you. Yeah, thank you. At the thank cocktail you. party that we're meeting for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we just got back from Disneyland during Christmas, it started Yule. to occur- Yule. Log. Not, <laughs> not, not to, to say that I have not- log. <laughs> not in the sense that you think I have log. <laughs> Well, shit, no shit, that's my name. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we were just kind of thinking about how well Disneyland and the Disney parks in general do Christmas. And it kind of occurred to us that at some point this all had to start. And so we kind of went back and looked into the Disney history books. That's not a thing. It's called the internet. Um, and, and kind of found out when they started to do it. So I have a couple articles here. And then I think, Ashley, you have some more stuff, right? Yep. Okay. This one, uh, who is this from? It's DisneyHistoryInstitute.com. That's a thing. Fancy mm-hmm. thing. And this article is written in 2015. Um, well, it just goes on to say that, like, you know, it's a big thing now. It's big business. But back in 1955, the Christmas decorations were far less elaborate. Though the park enjoyed a few prosperous weeks during its opening summer... That is when the heat was below 85 degrees. Attendance during the fall was a bust. It goes on to say, on some days, park attendance was only a few hundred people. <gasps> that's the dream. <laughs> I know. That's the first thing I thought of. But what did they even have for you? Nothing. Yeah. They had nothing. They had a donkey ride and <laughs> yes. a boat, some canoes. Ring toss. <laughs> uh, goes on to say, one first-year employee, Ron Dominguez, used to joke that on most days, quote, you could shoot a cannon through most areas and not hit anybody. Did they try that? <laughs> <laughs> they do have a canyon. Well, yeah, they do it on the Columbia now. Yeah, and you know, back then in 55, Disneyland Inc. was a company separate from Walt Disney Productions and couldn't easily draw on studio assets to shore up its operational budgets that we know today. Um, so with limited revenue, the park simply could not afford large Christmas decorations. There's a picture here that's, you know, that's Frontierland. Bleak. That looks a little bit like Auschwitz. Oh, yeah, it sure does. 
It looks like a concentration <laughs> camp with wreaths. <laughs> that is so tragic. Wow. There's that, two wreaths and a garland, that's and that's it. it. And that's some it. sad looking tourists. <laughs> In coats, too. Yeah. Um, decorations throughout the park were sparse. In 1955, the hub, not town square, received the first tree. Uh, a few oh. wreaths were hung around the castle with a stand or two of garland completing the scene. Um, on the entrance drawbridge, the summer two-tone banners were swapped out and for darker ones that better paired with the winter season. The entrance to Frontierland was also festooned with Christmas greenery. But yeah, that's, that's basically not festooned. it. Yeah. You showed a picture. Not I wouldn't use festooned to yeah. describe that. Fest doesn't. No. Yeah, doesn't belong in that. Let's see here. I think I want to say they had like a couple carolers and stuff, but it was real sparse. It seemed pretty random. Oh, the most famous event during the first holiday season, however, was the Christmas Circus. Oh, boy. The Disneyland Circus combined traditional animal and high wire acts with a Christmas show performed by the Musketeers. So donkeys and ring toss. Yes, more donkeys, (laughs) more donkey poop. But Disneyland Inc. itself was too poor to afford the stage to stage the show. The battle over the Christmas Circus was what the first general manager at Disneyland CV would later claim was the focal point of the, quote, biggest fight Walt and I ever had. The fight lasted for weeks with Walt Disney Productions rather absurdly renting renting back a portion of Disneyland from Disneyland Inc. to arrange a Christmas circus that it would financially underwrite to limit the park's financial exposure to the holiday extravaganza and also to overcome C.V. Wood's insistence that the circus would be a failure up on the blog today were a series of photos taken during december 1955 when the park was completely empty pristine and elegantly ornamented with a few tasteful decorations so there's another picture um i mean you can't even like look how bleak that is there's like nothing there yeah, again, not Auschwitz, but it does kind of look like yeah. World War II right before like the shell hits. Oh. It's <laughs> so bleak. It's sad. Yeah. It's hard because it's black and white. It's hard, yeah, I was going to say. But it's not quite. I don't see anything in that picture that looks holiday at all. I do no. see a, a circus sign, though, <laughs> in the foreground. It's Ugh. a Christmas circus. So the last little paragraph here is, if you're interested in the full story of the Disneyland circus, the blow-by-blow battle between C.V. Wood and the Disney Brothers, it's included in Three Years in Wonderland, coming out in March. Now that the book is edited, laid out, and set for printing, I have a little more time to devote to blog and podcast. I'm talking about that. So anyway, I guess there's more in-depth thing about the Disneyland circus. More tea. Well... What I took away from that is they used to have donkeys. They used to have donkeys. We just made that up, didn't yeah. we? Did they actually have donkeys? Oh, they had donkeys. They had a. Um, okay. It was a. It was either a donkey ride or a like minute. No, I think it was a donkey ride. It was a donkey ride. You'd yeah. go like on the trail oh. where like Tom Sawyer's Island is, I think. I something love like that. Donkeys so much. Yeah, there's pictures of kids riding donkeys. I don't ears. necessarily need to ride a donkey. No. I just want to hang out with donkeys. Yeah. They're so great. Oh, they're great. Yeah. I mean, if there's like a little petting zoo, like they have at Walt Disney World. They're well, unbelievably cute and they make the greatest noises. <laughs> I want to get a donkey for my backyard. <laughs> my neighbors would hate me so much. <laughs> oh, they would have you. chickens and you yeah. could hear them like at the top of the street. <laughs> Can you imagine a donkey in a residential neighborhood? Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great. The Chilcots donkeys awake. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the other info I had was basically just over the decades, over time, they just kind of did a little bit more and more until the fans started demanding more. And so, per usual, the Disneyland fans kind of dictated what happened. Yeah. Um, the one last thing I had here was history on the Haunted Mansion overlay. Yes. Was that something you had, Ash? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, this is from allears.net, which is a reliable source. Referring to the Haunted Mansion, since the Disneyland version of the attraction opened in 1969, the Haunted Mansion has been one of Disney's premier e-ticket attractions. Versions of their ride appear at nearly every Disney resort around the world. Um, Walt Disney World, Tokyo, Phantom Manor in Paris, etc. Or Mystic Manor in Disneyland Paris. 
respectively. And so given the mansion's popularity, it only makes sense that Disneyland chose to leverage the mansion's popularity into a holiday offering. Princes, as has been done with Country Bear Christmas Special. Yeah, I got ah! that. I got that. And it's a small world holiday. Um, so let's see. Initially, Imagineers toyed, toyed with overlaying the mansion with either a version of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Ooh, a, that could have worked. Yeah, I know. Well. That's what I thought. Like kind of creepy. Yeah. The ghosts, the, the whole thing. Or a story starring Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Glad that didn't thumbs happen. down. However, it was eventually decided that neither would fit with the Haunted Mansion. Instead, they decided to use a cult Disney film instead, A Nightmare Before Christmas. Do you guys know when that started? Well, that movie came out in what, like, 96? Um, I think it's 90, 90, 91. 91. Oh, wow. Tim Burton first conceived A Nightmare Before Christmas in the early 1980s as a poem. Over the next decade, Burton refined the story of the Pumpkin King, Jack Skellington's takeover of Christmas Town, and in 1991, he entered a deal with Disney to produce the film. Released in 1993, there you uh, go. Uh, I'm still wrong. Yeah, and okay, so it was... Okay, I have the date. You want okay. to take a guess when the overlay started? I'm going to say 95. I'm going to say 98. You're both off, and it's later. Oh. oh. 2000. 2001. Wow. October well, 3rd, 2001. Wow. That's some strange time. And it was an instant smash hit. Of course it was. Diehard fans of Disneyland and Burton's film alike flocked to the attraction, waiting in queues hours longer than normal to experience it. Um, so the initial success led to Haunted Mansion Holiday becoming an annual tradition at Disneyland, though not without some controversy. As the years have gone on, some guests have complained that the Haunted Mansion holiday overlay lasts too long. I would agree. Me I too. do too, actually. With its near four-month run, yeah, plus roughly two months of conversion time, mm-hmm. meaning that the classic Haunted Mansion is unavailable for roughly half of the calendar year. Mm-hmm. However, the overlay still attracts long waits, positive reviews overall. Um, also, it's just at Disneyland. <laughs> huh. Yeah. While some Disneyland fans are upset about getting too much Haunted Mansion holiday many on the other side of the country are mystified why they've never had any despite tokyo disneyland's haunted mansion first receiving the seasonal overlay in 2004 it's near been installed at walt disney world in orlando despite requests from many east coast disney fans who would love to see the overlay huh i don't think i knew that no well we're special then i have to say that i've always felt like the overlays unnecessary until this last time I, yeah, I, I really liked loved it this, it time. this time. I really liked it. It's because it just doesn't. Know. It's too early for Christmas when we're there in, in October. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to see anything about Santa or Christmas. I think that's the problem. In October, I think you. I think you hit it because the movie is inherently both a Halloween movie and Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all think it's a little bit more of a Christmas movie, but and like, I but mean, still. Yeah, what's you're right. more Halloween than the Haunted Mansion? Just that leave it in as itself. Is. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, the more I think about it, I kind of would prefer the Charles Dickens situation. Mm-hmm. Like, really think for about Christmas that. Christmas only. Yeah. yeah, just for Christmas. Start that in, you know, early November, mid November. But yeah, I don't know. It's how long it takes to put it up and take it down. I That's think they the just want to have it up blows. longer. Yeah, but really, what it should they should take it down for November. Mm-hmm. Like just after Halloween, yeah. Take it down, put up the Christmas stuff, and then take it down at the end of January or something like that. Honestly, the more I think about it, I think I would be okay as like a pure Disneyland fan and a pure Haunted Mansion fan if they did nothing and they just did decorations on the outside. Mm-hmm. If they just decorated the living crap out of like they do in New Orleans Square. Yeah, New Orleans Square. There's not much to do. No. I mean, it's just a bunch of shops. Not even a bunch of shops. It's a handful of shops. Most shops that we don't really frequent because right. it's like glass and scents and all this weird stuff there. <laughs> but it's more of like a stand back at 50 feet and look at it. Yep. And it was decorated so cute with like the Mardi Gras mask, but it's like Christmas ornaments and it's it's great. So if they did that with the Haunted Mansion, you know, have a big wreath on the front, have garland and just, just light it up. I Maybe think this, I'd be fine with it. This might be your most controversial Christmas opinion. Maybe. I bet you people might be coming for your blood now. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Disney fans are nuts for that overlay. And yep. 
I think they've kind of dug themselves in too deep now. They can never pull it away. So there we are. Well, okay, excellent. Yeah, sorry if that took a long time. I just wanted to cover that. That's cool. We cool. learned some stuff. We did. And we learned some things about each other earlier. <laughs> um, so I have some stuff. Uh, some of it's just pictures. Some of it's uh, some clips from YouTube videos. Okay. I'm going to start with the oldest and work our way to the newest. Okay. So 1957, I have an image for you guys to look at. I want you to explain what you're seeing to the people. And I'll post this at some point. Okay. Okay, people. 1957. Ah! Ah! <laughs> that is that up. Mickey and Minnie that are kind roughly of. 12 feet tall each. They they look like Mickey and Minnie had their skin ripped off and then they're put on someone on stilts. <laughs> I mean, that's horrifying. What year is that, Ashley? 57. They're standing with a little boy in front of the Christmas tree. The Emporium's in the background. Oh, my God. And they're terrifying. They are. How crazy different is the, the whole character experience there? <sighs> yeah. Ugh. Okay. I, I don't like that one I don't at like all. that. That is a nightmare. I have something better for you, then, if you don't like that. All right. You'll like this one. It is 1961, and it is a photo from the Disneyland Christmas Parade. Okay. Oh. oh, is that from? Oh, well, that's uh, a nightmare. Babes in Toyland. Sure, I think it is. Remember the, oh. the scary trees? You mean like from the movie? Yeah. It's, so a, it's by the way, that movie is fifteen crazy. foot tall tree cruising down. It's not even a tree. It's like a the stump. Good. Is yeah. that what that is? God. I don't know. You said sixty something. I don't have context for it. It's nineteen sixty one. That's all I know. It is, is Babes in, in Toyland a Christmas movie? Uh. Yes. I mean, kind of, right? Is that the one that has Keanu Reeves in it? Yeah. That, that is a bonkers no, movie. that's Babes in Toyland, the new Babes in Toyland. Oh, which that's is all still I'm from thinking. like the 80s. Ah. Oh, okay. No, the old Babes in Toyland has like both of the boys from um, Swiss Family Robinson. Yes. yes. And yes. Annette Funicello. Okay. And that has the like John Philip Sousa, um, like the soldier march song. Yes. They do that in the, the Christmas parade. These okay. Things. With the toy soldiers. Yeah, I mean, I guess that would make sense because that's a Disney movie. Okay. I didn't even think about that. I don't know for a Weird. fact that it is, but it makes sense that it is because... The first one. Yeah, that they're all Disney stars. Mm-hmm. The second one with Keanu Reeves is so weird. It's... I, the that's first one's really weird creepy. too, but the second one is like a... Disturbing. S- it's a disturbing fever dream. Yeah, it's a fever dream. There's like, like the Crow Man. Is there a Crow Man? Is there a man? Yes. There's a Crow Man. It's a Crow Man. Yeah. That's all I remember. Okay, next year, 1962. Okay. This is a Holiday Time at Disneyland promo from Disney Avenue. So it's 1962. Here is some Walt. This one's just cute. This is, there's not much that's oh, WTF yeah. about it. That's it, sweet. It's just oh, very yeah, cute. That, that's a good one. That's a famous picture. That's like the special, you said? Yeah. It's on TV. So it's Santa and Walt Disney talking to each other. Yeah. Some bells. Is that a green screen? I think so. Well, during the Christmas holidays or any other season here at Disneyland, Main Street USA is the happiest, busiest Main Street in the world. There's always something going on. Aw. Yep. That was Aww. so cute. It was definitely That's a green great. screen because when they walked by- behind yeah. him, there was a shadow. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I saw it like behind the scenes once of him doing that. It wasn't in his office, but it was like in the same building as his office. Mm-hmm. And there, it wasn't even a green screen. They just painted the wall green. <laughs> I'll do like, it. It was just totally different back then. But it's still impressive technology that you could even do that. For sure. How would you, how would you, explain to me how you do that without a computer. Right. I, I actually don't know. I uh, Some no overlay idea. with film and it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Or like how they did Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Okay. Act like you're talking to some animated penguins <laughs> and then we're going to figure out how to put that. How do they do that? I know. Where do you know? Or how do you know where to look? I mean, I actually don't know how they edited that. Like, 
because now I just think in terms of a computer editing software. Yeah. But I didn't have that. I don't know how they did any of it. Someone that's listening, please tell me how. Thank you. This is also from the, oh, the same video. It's 1962. Drum. There's the big. They need to bring the big bass that drum. back. And this oh is God. the parade. Um, there's just something. There's something coming in this parade. Bring oh, it wait. back. Ugh. What? Uh. No. <laughs> no. I I don't I don't have words. I don't know. It's very disturbing. Imagine being a kid going, "Ooh, cute." That's the music. It's like, yes. So that was various types of animals they and then they were like wooden toys and what? toy soldiers and stuff but yeah, but, but they all had like looking. different they were all in like different mediums and like yes different sources there was no cohesion there <laughs> none whatsoever and they were all horrifying yeah definitely horrifying With dead oh. lifeless eyes so you know how we're yeah. looking back now and we go weird and creepy and how could kids possibly find that charming do you think that's gonna that's happening now we just don't know it of course oh yeah right for sure that's crazy to think. In 40 years or 50 years, people are going to yeah watch footage of like Coco characters at Disneyland or the modern Mickey. Like, yeah. Whoa. It'll all be like hologram. Sure. NFT Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are NFTs, guys? Oh, James, they're non-fungible tokens. Yeah, I didn't know what that is. What's a fungible token? That's exactly the question, Ash. <laughs> Okay, 1976, Christmas in Disneyland. Okay, 76 now. 76. Approaching have, the year of our birth. I have three I mean, short there. clips here. So yeah, we're getting close we're to We're getting close to it. our time. Christmas in Disneyland. Starring Art Carney. Guest stars Glenn Campbell. Brad Savage and Terry Lynn Wood. And special guest star Sandy Duncan. Oh, Sandy Duncan. Uh huh. Oh. Christmas in Disneyland is brought to you by Post Raisin Bran cereal and Jello pudding. Post Raisin Bran. Oh yeah. Cereal with so many plump, chewy raisins, you get fruit right down to the last spoonful. I love it. Post Raisin Bran, the fruit and cereal lover cereal, and by Jello pudding. Kids love pudding. Kids love pudding. Kids love pudding. Is the pudding kids have loved for forty years. Yeah. I, I just That's had great. to show you, you the brought to, show to the you commercial. by because <laughs> that was that was a slice of time right there. Cool. Um, Very cool. This clip comes from the same time frame, 1976. Sandy Duncan. <laughs> I'm going to give you the the TLDR. Sandy Duncan is part. They like they morphed her into like being a character. Uh huh. So they, I think they shrink her or something. There's like this whole character of like the non-believer and they're trying to, it's like, he's, he doesn't believe. And then there's a guy that's trying to make him believe. Got it. So <laughs> it's, it's too dumb to explain. But Who the hell is Sandy Duncan? We don't know. Okay. She's just the star. She's yeah. just the star. Okay. Duh. So here she is in an attraction. Okay. Okay. Oh. A little racially insensitive. So Sandy Duncan is in Small World right. in China, and there's full-size adults wearing Small World head I gotta look up masks. Yeah. Sandy Duncan So it is. looks like she's on the Small World attraction, and now yeah. she's dancing. It... Oh my god. They do this in so many different countries, too. <laughs> and this is a TV special. Yeah. Okay. And then she moves on to another country. Okay, so that's Sandy Duncan, guys. This... <laughs> no one's ever said Sandy Duncan as much as we she have. She just looks like that mm, type of... She looks like Mrs. Brady. Yeah, kind of. Maybe that is who that is. No. It's not. No. Yeah. I only know of Sandy Duncan from, I think she was on. Um, oh, I recognize her as an older person. The Scooby-Doo series at some point. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Last one from this guy. 
All right. Look at Winnie the Pooh. He's so cute. Oh. <laughs> this is 76, the same thing? Yeah. Ah. It's the three little pigs, but they look like demons, and there's children entering their scene. Why does 76 look like 1956 all the time? I don't know. Those kids can't act. <laughs> you know my theory on that. Like, 70, 76 looks like 66. 66 looks like 56. It all looks way too old. Like, if I look at late 80s, mid-80s, that looks so 70s to me. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Yeah. Early 90s is so 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I always have a different expectation. Acid-washed hammer pants? Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Okay. This next video is from 1990. We are jumping okay, way Okay, so ahead. now we're, we're jumping. So you guys have been here at this point. Right. Oh, boy. A lot. Okay. Although, I was going to ask you, Sarah, do you remember Disneyland at Christmas nope. growing up? Me neither. Uh-uh. No. I don't know that I ever went. I mean, we probably did. I'm sure we did, but I don't remember no it. No memory of it. All right. Here's from the parade. <gasps> it's the ballerina hippos. Oh, I love it. It's the Fantasia ballerina hippo. That was one of my alternate tattoo ideas for Minerva. Now... Really look at the headpiece on those hippos, though, James. <laughs> They're a little phallic. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I see it now. So that's... It's so cool watching stuff of Disneyland over the years because, like, the Emporium's in the background. Yep. Yeah. It's the same place. Mm-hmm. Clearly, it's different, but it's the same, you know? Like, that's the magic of that place. It's bizarre. And that was Weird. what year? 1990. Okay. I think the level of like fandom for things has just skyrocketed since the age of the internet and social Absolutely. media. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just different now. Yep. You know, I think the love of like Disneyland was there for us growing up, but it was just different. And that like demanding Christmas time at Disneyland mm -hmm. is different. And I think nowadays it's like people will murder someone if you can't go to Disneyland at Christmas. Oh, what they're not doing a christmas overlay for the whole park people would flip out i just think that's um that's not something i remember growing up that feeling definitely not so this is the same year 1990 okay and it is a video titled alan thick and teenage mutant ninja turtles santa claus is coming to town oh what god Why would those two things be together? Why? Temporarily disappeared, but I suspect he might reappear where we least expect him very, very soon because we've got a great show planned for the remainder of the morning. What is that in the background? I think I hear some familiar Mickey? I guess. Rolling in on Main Street, USA. Familiar dudes. Cowabunga. Yeah. That's Disneyland? Yeah. And Alan Thick. Alan Thick. Cool. Cowbunga. Uh, is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Disney at all? I don't think so. He's rapping. Kind of. Oh my god. I can't handle it. This is painful. <laughs> Whoa. No, Sarah, I don't think it was. I just think it was so popular. It was just, yeah. They had to put it in. <laughs> That's so disturbing. Why in the world oh, is Alan Thick a part of that? Wow. Yeah. Why? That's the question. I don't know. Okay, two more short ones from 1992, and okay. then that's all we got. Okay. I'm trying to find it. I promised you country bears. <laughs> I need it. Oh, but first, you promise thing. and you will deliver. Yep. That's right. Whoa. Breaking news. Not to interrupt. Breaking news. All ears.net Instagram. This was six minutes ago. 
There has been a fire at Magic Kingdom near Cinderella Castle. Emergency vehicles are on scene in the park. Whoa. Jeez. And there's footage of like ambulance and fire truck with firefighters walking to the castle. God. Gobs of people everywhere. When was that? You've never seen that. Ever. No, but when we were there ever. this last time, Kate and I went on Space Mountain. Oh, that's and right. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. we were coming out, I went into the bathroom. Yeah. And I walk in, and as soon as I walk in, the lights start flashing, like the emergency lights. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, the least alarming alarm I've ever heard. (laughs) Yes, that's right. It was like, (laughs) beep. So Disneyland. (laughs) Just accept your fate. the lights were flashing. And then over the, like, loudspeaker, it said, this is an emergency. Please evacuate. Yes. You know, and and everyone just obeyed. But, but with not smiles fast. on their face. No one yeah. was concerned. No. We get out to Tomorrowland, like right outside of Space Mountain, and the doors to the Star Trader are like slamming shut. Yeah. And they're ushering everyone out one door. Wow. I have no idea what happened, yeah. but it was kind of cool. I wonder if they have <laughs> levels to that, you know? Yeah. Like we're going to do the friendly, this is right. emergency. And then there's a level from that, like yep. emergency, get out. And then... All hands on deck. Get out now. Well, and it's so weird because if I was like at a mall and that happened, I would have been very concerned. Oh, right. Right. But I was inside Space Mountain and I wasn't (laughs) worried at all. Like, (laughs) can you imagine (laughs) if there had been a fire and you're on that ride? No. Like. I know. I was off of it. What happened to the people on the actual roller coaster? (laughs) Did it just stop? I don't know. That's how they ended up looking at the... The thing in the, the rafters in the, the day in the daytime. The yeah. rafters, <gasps> right? Yikes! Well, this is an emergency. I just think it's because so many things happen at that place, and there's a feeling of that when you're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like maybe a kid dropped a hat, and that's why the Incredicoaster's right. down. There's like, a lot oh, of someone reasonable down. after evacuated right. for a hat. <laughs> Who knows? Or it was a bomb. Right. And they just don't say that there. Right. There's a shooter a inside the. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Hopefully, there's like top secret Disneyland police to just take him out for sure, yeah. and it's never it never makes the news. Right. Well, speaking of crazed terrorists, okay, <laughs> Mickey and Minnie. Oh my God, ninety something again. Nineteen ninety two. One. It looks like ninety two. Tree. It's holding a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an important detail. Oh, no, Goofy. No, no, no. The don't hedge get Goofy master, it. says. Yeah. Please, no! Please, no! Donald Duck, or not Donald, it's Donald, Mickey, Minnie, the Chipmunks, and now Goofy has a chainsaw. He's trying to and cut all down their Christmas tree. desperately begging him to stop. This is utter chaos. I'm going to leave it right there. And what's funnier about that, because you know how production works now, that was just actors in the costumes going like this. Yeah. Right. And then they had someone in a, a sound booth. Please, no. Please, Mickey. Okay, now uh, finally, uh, as promised, all right. I have Yay. the country bears. Yay. Can't wait for this. Oh my. The five bear bugs. God. Blood. Oh my. Country Bear Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> what? This that same era, like early 90s? Yeah, 92. Okay. They're all wearing... I mean, it looks kind of like the ending of White Christmas, but with bears. <laughs> <laughs> we watched that last night, by the way. Yeah! They're so creepy and so cute. Yep. Yeah. So that was our magical wow. journey through the years of Christmas wow. at Disneyland. I appreciate wow. that. Okay. All right, we would like to recommend some stuff to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start off. 
we have been binge watching Dickinson. Okay. What is that? It is the story of Emily Dickinson, as in the poet. Okay. But it's told... Okay, so a coworker of mine used this example. It's like the Romeo and Juliet with Claire Danes and Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm -hmm. You know how it's like all the original text, all the original script from Mm -hmm. Shakespeare, but set in a modern world. Visually different, right. It's the opposite. So it's like set in the original setting everybody's in the big dresses the right. houses you know horse victorian, and buggy kind of stuff something like that victorian it's yeah and it's like 1856 or something like that gotcha and they speak like we do now oh interesting but some of them do like the older people in the show pretty much speak like everybody you would expect from that era interesting the kids though say things like dude and sweet and bro <laughs> who plays like the main person emily dickinson's emily played by Haley steinfeld oh I think yeah that's how you say her oh, name oh is she from in... true grit yeah yes yep and like was that movie 17 edge or... of 17, edge of 17. Yep. yeah and okay she's great her mom is played by jane krakowski oh wow so it it is a comedy cool it's it's considered a dramedy. Right. And now I can see the, the trailer for it now. There's moments where I'm like, this is a little too goofy, but it is easy watching. Love it. And so far, Love that. it's been accurate storytelling yeah. about Emily Dickinson's life. Great. That's cool. So Love it. It was really cool. Um, I can't remember her name because it's a weird name, but she was in the show Girls. It's like Zuzi or something like that. Anyway. Yeah. She plays Louisa May Alcott. Okay. She comes over for a dinner party and she's hilarious. Interesting. But um, yeah, it's great. Love it. Yeah. Cool. I was trying great. to find the name for you real quick, but I can't. Okay. That's okay. It starts with a Z. Her first name is a Z and her last name is an M. I know this, but Z-M. I can't. Z-M. Z-M. Look it up on the INB after this. Or not. Or not. My recommended content for the week is the Holidays on Ice audiobook as read by Mr. David Sedaris oh, himself, right. but oh, nice. specifically the Santaland Diaries. Love that. Uh, chapter, the first short story. Very good. What's and, it called? Holidays on Ice? Yeah, Holidays it's on so Ice. It's so funny. And I love so I love the Santaland Diaries so much. That's when he works as an elf. Yep. <laughs> I actually meant to prepare so great. A, a tale a yarn about my own Santa land adventures. Yeah. You know, that's the Ashley applied to be a Santa elf at a mall. When? Maybe long time. Here's ago. what we're going to do, James. You and I, we're going to record me regaling everyone with the story and we're going to put it on the Patreon. Or I was going to say Instagram. Okay. I'm not a cheap something or other like you are Mr. Scrooge. Okay. <laughs> So we'll do that because yeah. it's a story worth telling. It's very it short. And her. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable that that ever happened. That that crossed your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? We'll get into it. Great. So yeah, check it out. Especially as read by David Sedaris because you get to hear the utter sass in his voice, which is just mwah. Ash, is that the collection of... Because it's like a collection of stories, right? Yeah, it's Holiday the story. Christmas themed ones. Is that the one where he... Like brings home a whore or Dina Dine the, the Christmas Dine whore. Dina the Christmas whore. Yeah, nice. That's That's a good one. So good. I just placed a hold for my library. So nice. I'm. Oh, it's such a. It's easy. It's really small. I won't get it till after Christmas, but yeah. I'm still gonna listen to it. it. Yeah. Good anytime. Yeah. My turn. Yep. Okay. Well, as we just got back from a family vacation, as we did, and then we came. You know, we come back home. It's it's time for Christmas movies. It's time for more music. It's time for all the weird traditions our family has. We have a gingerbread contest, gingerbread house contest we do with the fam. A bunch of weird random stuff. And and it feels like you have to do them. Um, I want to give you encouragement. This is, this is a two-part thing. The holidays can be tough. So be kind to yourself. Be patient. Don't feel like you have to cram every single second in. Just do as much as you can. Do your best. But also, I want to encourage everyone to make time to go on vacation with your family, with your friends. Make time to do these things and 
you know, we all work so hard. So it's kind of a general um, recommendation, but like, I don't know. I just, every time I do these trips, especially with mom and dad, it makes me kind of like emotional thinking about it because mm-hmm. they're getting older and we're all getting older and there's no promise for there. any of us. Any of us could get cancer this next year and be gone. Ash said she's getting younger. <laughs> oh, are you? Yeah. Benjamin Ashley's disease. Yep. Cool. Buttoning it up. Yeah, she's buttoning it up. Yeah, that's so, good. Yeah. Anyway, I think I think it's a good reminder that we we tend to forget that stuff and how fragile and short life can be. Um, and I think that's what I love about Christmas is that it reminds you of family and reminds you of like the important stuff you know mm-hmm. and yeah i don't know just try that this coming year or these coming months to take time to just do stuff because it's fun do yeah and whether it's with your family your friends whatever that is for uh, you yeah some club totally. you're in or whatever yeah and again, yeah that that's a good point because it's not like some people don't have that type of family that we might have and that's okay be be kind to yourself the holidays can feel very all the movies and all the music, it's all towards like one type of thing. Yeah. And if you don't have that one type of thing, I'm, I would imagine you feel kind of left out. So it's like my, don't allow that to happen. One of my best friends, Taylor, we were climbing today and she she said that she she's getting us Yule presents because she has a different family dynamic than mm-hmm. us and she hates Christmas for that reason. Right. But she's getting into Yule and she's getting festive mm-hmm. and like spending time with loved ones and making plans, you know, just whoever you do it, just do it totally. your way. Absolutely. <laughs> it reminds me of Home Alone because we just watched that the other night. How insane of a movie that is, by the way. Like Every time. There's so many questions. More questions come up every time we every watch Every adult it. Mm-hmm. in the movie should be locked in prison. Mm-hmm. Not just the parents. Every single adult in the neighborhood, yeah. the grocery store attendant, the old man in the neighborhood that meets him in a Catholic church and the eight-year-old boy is there alone. Yeah. And he's just like, see you later. See you later. On Christmas Eve. Then he rescues him from said burglars. Puts him back puts home him alone. Puts him back home alone. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it's all just bonkers. There's no <laughs> one. And the cops are like, we tried. We knocked a few times. We he didn't answer. Once. We went once. And we were jerks about even going. Yeah. So you want us hyper to go hyper to, to your house yeah. and check on your son. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what I want. And explain it better, mom. And explain it better, mom. Seriously. Yeah. No, not and just go check on him. No, go knock it. Break the door down until you find my son. He's there. He is eight He's years eight. old. Imagine an eight-year-old. Unbelievable. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. So speaking of, wow. we just went to the parks. We went to the parks. I saw so many dogs with jobs. Yeah, so many dogs with jobs. A lot more these days. Oh my god, there were there were a, lot of service a dogs. bunch of of sniffers, yeah. guard mm-hmm. sniffers. We mm-hmm. saw the same sniffer in two different places. Oh my god, but gosh. also more service dogs, service dogs and for guests. A ton of service dogs in training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this week's animal hero of the week oh. is a service dog named Ramona. Oh, and her uh, human took her to all four parks. Um, at Walt Disney World. Yeah. And so there's four pictures of her. So it's Ramona cheesing it up in every Disney park. This was her first time at Disney and she didn't miss a single alert, which means I had a grand total of zero medical episodes. Oh, She's wow. a life changer for sure. So here she is oh, in front of the Magic Kingdom. Does she have a vest? Is that a vest? <gasps> oh, she's a German shepherd and she has shoes on. Here she is in front of the Tower of Terror. Yep. Here she is in front of the Nard, the Epcot ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Nard. And then here she is at the Animal Kingdom in front of the Tree of Life. Oh. Whoa. What that a good so girl. Cool. Cute. Yeah, I saw Ramona. a lot of service dogs with pins. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like the Disney Social Club vests, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that is just great. And I also noticed in DCA where they opened the path into Avengers Campus from, like, Cars Land. In that little in-between No Man's Land, it's there's a pet relief area. There's a pet relief mm-hmm. area. I never noticed that before. Yeah. That's great. Like at the airport. Exactly. Yep. I think we did it, guys. Did we it. did it. Another episode. So this is going to be our last Christmas episode. Is that yep. right? This is the Christmas wow, episode coming out on one. December 20. Woo. Well, hey, 
happy holidays. Absolutely. Merry Christmas. And oh, Kwanzaa. And Yule. Yule and I don't all know. that stuff. I don't know when any other holidays are. I'm not going to pretend I do. I know that. Happy Hanukkah holidays over, covers it. That, yeah. That'll work. Happy, happy everything. Do you notice that at Disneyland, the pets, it's like so, not PC, but they're, I understand why they don't say Merry Christmas right. anymore. It's happy holidays, season greetings. Yep. And, that, and that's fine. I think, I don't know, the, the older I get, the more I realize why that stuff might be important. I had a lady wish me a it's happy great. holiday yesterday. Yeah. And I just turned to Josh and I said, just one of them. Just one yeah, I've never there. heard that one before. I hope the rest Happy of them holiday. suck. Happy holiday. It's like I'm only allowed to celebrate one. You're going to okay, have to choose fine. wisely. Yeah. Well. We did it. By the time you hear this, it will be the week of Christmas. Yep. Enjoy your Please. family. Please do. Or whoever you spend it with. And uh, yes. thanks for listening to another episode of Disney Dependent. See, See you real soon. soon. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Ha, ha, ha. Merry Christmas. That sounded like a horse. Boo. <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email at DisneyDependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WRHatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week. 